Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Heat Army podcast. Uh, we've got a canny show for you lined up today. Um, it's exciting. We've got a big game tomorrow. And um, we've had a player return as well in the transfer market. And the ladies have got off to a flyer yesterday as well. We're going to be talking about all of that and uh, fully interactive as ever. I know we've got a guest as well from uh, the Rob Ryan Red podcast. If I'm presuming that's right, the right name for it. We've got uh, our guest just waiting in the wings. He's just logged in. Um, so before we uh, go any further, obviously a bit of housekeeping. Remember, like, subscribe, share it with all your friends. That's what we want to do, get it all out there. And of course, tomorrow as well, if you're living abroad, share the advertisement for the stream. Um, so, you know, obviously, as I say, we're do, do, doing a commentary for that. So we're looking forward to it. And we'll hopefully get it and give a good account of themselves. And uh, we can hopefully pick up a few fans along the way. Who knows? Um, but we've got messages here. You can message us live on the show and you'll be able to ask our guest questions as well. So there we go. Mason's put good evening. We've got a longer message from Mr. Luke. Um, but Mickey, I don't want to leave our guests waiting too long. Um, but Mickey, um, disappointing the game was off on Saturday it would have been nice to have a bit more minutes in the legs especially when we're playing well um, but tomorrow is going to be exciting it's going to be a good game uh, I don't believe in things called free hits um, especially where we are but yeah. it's it's not going to define our season if we lose to Wrexham is it it isn't, um, but with the teams that did play at the weekend, I know there was, there was only Maidstone below us, they'd failed to pick up points, and we've got a number of games in hand on them, and, and I think a couple of couple of teams' games on hand uh, in uh, below us, so it gives us a little bit of breathing room, and if we can get a point against Wrexham, that is, is massive, really, considering we've got games in hand on the teams around us, so fingers crossed that happens. Yeah. And before we go any further, of course, uh, we spoke to Davy Steele last week live in Antarctica. I don't know if we'll get him on live, but he has sent us another message. And uh, this is, we'll play this and then uh, a little advert on how to like and subscribe. Then we'll bring our guest in. So this was what Davy Steele recorded about an hour ago in Antarctica. Heat Army and the Heat Army podcasts coming from extreme parts of the world. I'm on the Antarctic Peninsula now, actually on it, covered by icebergs, snow, seals, penguins, lots of penguins. What a magnificent place this is. Unbelievable. Anyway, more importantly, tomorrow night, the big one. Hope to wreck some. Doesn't come much bigger in this division, surely. Lots of media attention and focus. Big match for us. Hopefully the heat will be out in good voice, good numbers. And you know, I actually fancy us doing okay. I think we'll play well. It'll be a close defeat. But I actually fancy a 1-1 draw. I actually think we'll do that well. We raise our game for the big teams. And we play well. And we are playing well at the moment. So that's my prediction. Be interesting to see what everyone else has got. Come on. Come on, Gator. Let's do this. Come on. Yes, I did go a little bit Hollywood, especially when we're playing Wrexham. Um, right, follow our social medias and when we come back, we'll be speaking to our guest. Well, as you can see, Rich has joined us now. Hello, how Rich, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, thank you very much. I did enjoy those high production values. Wow, it was like watching a Ryan Reynolds film in its own, wasn't it? It was, yeah. That, that was, um, I could have done better. I did it rushed, but, uh, you know, I'm not back too much. Uh, say, Rich, fantastic. That was very modest of you. I know it is. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. Um, Rich, lovely to speak to you again. Of course, I was on your podcast uh, earlier in the week. Um, you've had a game since then, though. Uh, how was the weekend for you? Uh, brilliant, really. I think it was maybe one of those games where anyone who was a non-believer that Wrexham might you know, end up right at the top this season could be converted now because it was a game in which it looked like Wrexham had done the perfect sort of Wrexham and thrown away uh, an unassailable lead. 2-0 up, quick-fire double for Maidstone. Looked like it was going to be 2-all and in the 91st minute we, we got the winner and it was a type of game that we feel like has happened almost against us in recent years. So 
other title challengers would find a way to score late winners and you know when you think you've gained an advantage you'd lose it so it really did feel massive we've got this knack of playing poorly maybe in our recent sort of games but grinding that results and just finding a way to win and there does just seem to be this infectious belief and momentum at the moment with Rex and that you know we just have this never say die attitude and of course, this luck might run out at, at some stage. I know you'll be hoping it's yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow night, but, but tomorrow, we please. just feel like we just feel like we're gonna always at least have one more chance and yeah. always have another chance to win the game. And when you've got the quality players that we have, you know, more often than not, that will end in a very good chance and subsequently a goal. Mm -hmm. I think that was probably how we felt last year, wasn't it? We always felt that there was an, another chance in us to carve uh, yeah. carve them out. Um, but I would say, obviously, you had that game. It went down to the wire, so to speak, to you know get the win over the the um, over the line. Me and Mickey and obviously Davy Steele, that was just on there. We were in a WhatsApp group, and we were kind of talking that this, from a Gator perspective, might be a good time to play Wrexham. I know that sounds weird when you're on a good run, but you know you've had a game there. You got pushed to the limits on um, Saturday, and then you've got another long trip up here on a cool Tuesday night. It's the you know we're starting to play okay at the moment. You've got to think well. This is probably the best time to play is if when as as any any other time really in the season. Yeah, I heard Mickey say you know it was a not he didn't believe in free hits as it were, but yeah. there is nothing really to lose from a Gates' point of view. I know you're in a relegation battle and got games in hand, and hopefully you can start getting some momentum at some stage. But the onus is all on Wrexham to, to come up there and dictate the game, to take the game to you. And I think it can really embrace it that you've got a game, okay, not a free hit, but a game in which you can play on the counter-attack. You can, you know, absorb being the underdog and try and and try mm -hmm. and just play without fear, really, and without the consequence of it. If you lose, you've lost to likely, you know, I'm going to say biasly, the best team in the league. So there's maybe less expectation, which in turn could lead to a better performance from Gateshead. And of course, you only have to look back to the earlier league meeting between the two teams. We won against 10 men, but yeah. you really came to the race course and, and rocked it up really because the possession-based football, the way that you took the game to us, it mm. was fantastic. It was a brilliant performance from Gateshead and it was just our quality at the end and, and the red card that helped us over the line. But Gates have genuinely been one of the most impressive teams I've seen at the race course this season. So there's obvious quality there. You've been decimated by injury. Yes. But this Wrexham team is a beast. And every week you can make the argument that we're going to drop points because we're used to being in the National League and we are very pessimistic and you can oh, never yeah. get too carried away. Even with uh, two minutes to go and, and Gators win three nil, me and Mickey's been around long enough to know that's not a, not a, a safe lead, uh, and I'd imagine yeah. probably the same. Um, we've seen enough uh, kicks in the nuts, as it were, to uh, not underestimate anybody. But um, obviously, I know a lot of the attention is on on the owners at the moment and what they've brought to the club. And uh, we have got a message from Barry Lee, and it's but Rich is a Hollywood actor. They've been the owner making the difference with the club. I mean, it answers itself really, doesn't it? I mean, the attention yeah. they've brought. Yeah, Barry, it's it's astronomical, really. It's the growth, it's the exposure. Wrexham games now, this is non-league football. Every game sells out at Wrexham. You have yeah. to have a season ticket to be guaranteed to go to matches. Mm -hmm. Look at Barnet away. We play them in April. That's already sold out in April wow. because it's a free-for-all and you need to be able to get tickets. It could potentially be a coronation day for us as well. So there's that mm -hmm. extra element, but it's just the exposure is ridiculous. I mean, we, we sold 24,000 shirts this season, which is ridiculous. And that still wasn't enough. Yeah. We sold out season tickets. Like mm -hmm. I said, every game is selling out. We always yeah. thought that this would have a big impact in terms of the personnel we'd get and there'd be an uplift in the crowds. But it has just absolutely rejuvenated the whole area. And you've got to remember that we are in such a lucky position because we are the only sort of football team, professional football team in North Wales. So there is such a big catchment area there. You're always going to get some fans who support Liverpool, Everton, United and City, but everyone wants to support their local team. There's so much more belonging to it when it's a team you can properly relate to and Wrexham have just been galvanised it's such a feel-good atmosphere around the club and a real belief as well that this is finally the year touch wood that that we can get out of non-league and who knows the sky really is the limit the owners have spoken and they say this almost jokingly but they, they aren't joking that if you can get to the Premier League 
why would you not aim to get to the Premier League? They know it's a huge, huge journey to get there and you'd need more than just Hollywood money to do so. But that's their incentive. If yeah. you can get there, why would you not, not aim there? But you can only sort of run after you've learned to walk and we've got to get out of the National League first. Yeah, and, and yeah. to be honest, if, if you still get out of the National League, there's a good chance, because I don't think there's much difference between the top end of the National League and League what, uh, League 2. The amount of teams that have went up and went up again in successive mm. seasons, it's not beyond the realm of possibility to you know, get towards the championship within five years, is it? No, exactly. And you'd also get the incentive of, I know it's frowned upon a bit, but you've got the Carabao Cup, the Papa John's Trophy, two tournaments there that particularly Papa John's, Wrexham would have a good chance of going quite far in that. that yeah. Winning another trophy at Wembley would be huge for the club. Carabao Cup, another probability of getting a big tie on TV as well, which would be good for the exposure to the club. And yeah, like you said, Wrexham, I think, as fans, we accept that we've been non-league for 15 years now, but sort of traditionally of our rose-tinted glasses, we see ourselves as a sort of mid-table to lower league one side, and that's without Hollywood investment behind us. So if you're a league one team who's getting everything right, good turnovers, you've got you know, fantastic home crowds, then why can't you then push for a championship season? And we've seen even the likes of Huddersfield. There's then the argument that if you do operate well and sensibly in, in sort of the championship, you can get promoted again. So we used to play teams like Brighton, Brentford, every single week we you know that was what we that's our yeah. sort of bread and butter for sort of traditional fans we've seen the likes of Hull Swansea do it so why not Wrexham that's what Rob and Ryan said when they bought the club why not Wrexham this is as good a chance as ever and yeah there's just so much optimism it's just such a fun time and so lucky that that we have it I just feel privileged and I know um, we have these lofty not, end goals not but right now I'm just enjoying it I know I it's just <laughs> you, you think this couldn't happen to us like it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And I think lots of Wrexham oh, fans are just enjoying the ride. Themselves. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Right. Absolutely kicking themselves. Yeah, I mean, there was I mean, a list of, I think, four or five sort of clubs that they were considering as well. And I know now that they've got Wrexham, they've got they've gone a sort of, not, not over egg, but say they really did want Wrexham from, from the get-go. But yeah, it could have been any other team, really. And yeah. I'm so grateful it is Wrexham, but it so easily could not have been, like you said, if Hartlepool had... Obviously, we I follow um, your owners online and um, they share a lot of, um, obviously, local things from Wrexham and also a lad from Gated that had a, um, an appeal mm. to find a, a, you know, a donor to match and uh, a former Gated player, J.J. O'Donnell, and he was um, you know very involved in that, which was absolutely fantastic. But you see... Um, so many people from around the world now coming to match days and making a, like a holiday, like a, a, a homage, like not homage, a, a, um, pilgrimage. Pilgrimage. Yeah. pilgrimage yeah. the word you're looking for, yeah. I like yeah. that I'm struggling now, Rich. No, you don't. You don't. just let me <laughs> and squirm. <laughs> but, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you go to Wrexham Games now and in the pub pre-match, you will hear American accents. You will hear people mm-hmm. who've come just to watch Wrexham, there was, I think there's a story sort of colloquially I've seen in, in the press from a few weeks ago that one fan f- from America flew to Heathrow and got a taxi from London to Wrexham because he wanted to visit the stadium on a non-match day and then wow. went back home. I mean, there is just so much demand, really. And again, this will sort of shock you because you know National League football. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad now, but a few months ago, because there were kit supply issues because the demand was so high, People were selling last season's Wrexham kit, so the one that was in the documentary. You yeah. could sell last season's Wrexham kit on eBay easily for £200, £300 because the demand in America was so high and they couldn't get, there was no supply or stock in the club shop. So people could make a quick buck, but that shows that stateside as well, there is a real appetite for Wrexham. And now yeah. with the National League streaming service as well, there's an accessible way for, for fans a- across the pond to watch them as well. And have you noticed Yeah. have you noticed on social media any, like, about fans watching now since the national stream services come in from, from around the world? Is there more people talking about it? Because obviously they can see the matches on a on a match day now. Yeah, absolutely. There's a there's, I mean, what really helped with us is the games, I think both legs of our FA Cup tie as well against Blythe were on ESPN. 
because yeah. there was so much appetite on the back of the documentary. I think every single one of Wrexham's FA Cup games this season has been has been shown live on American TV, ESPN or ESPN Extra, which is just ridiculous. I mean, they said there was some stat that was sort of widely out of context because it was like FA Cup first round viewing figures in the States were up like 500% or whatever, but how often would a first round game be televised in the, in the States anyway? So there's a huge appetite and you know Rex are planning to go to America this preseason and mm-hmm. that just shows that there's a real marketplace there for them to to be this club because this is uh, no superstar there as well yeah and again yeah. this is not a, a, an attack on MLS clubs or whatever but if you support a sports team you support the history and what they stand for and what they've been through already and I guess with MLS it's only 20 years old or so so if you can support a team who's been around for 150, nearly 160 years as we have, there's just an extra element to it all, really. It certainly is. Tell you what, you could be mately, mately knocked if that pre-season trip to the States and you're not on the on the retain list, you're going to be mately knocked there, aren't you? Oh, uh, yeah, you'll be asking for a contract extension before the summer, <laughs> won't you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and also as well, obviously you do the um, Rob Ryan Red podcast. Uh, have you noticed a bump in your, um, obviously in your listener and everything like that? Yeah, it's been really, really good. I mean, in terms of sort of socials as well, we've had a lot more interaction on on social media, particularly Twitter is sort of the biggest one for us. And yeah, it's just absolutely, it's it's just exceeded any expectations. I mean, I always thought that. We'll have the takeover, we'll be rich, we'll play some good football. But I never sort of thought about what does that mean for the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. You see loads of American fans just who have adopted Wrexham as their club. You see these sort of every every club has them, but you know, sort of fan accounts like Wrexham Brazil, Wrexham, yeah, you know, in South America and stuff. And it's just it's crazy that this is the reality now. And I guess the the key for the club is they've got this amazing springboard, but it's how you capitalize on it and really build. Yeah something meaningful going forward now there is such a buzz and the club just need to get it right to to make sure it stays really and, and make sure that it doesn't die down and uh, take off even more if you get the cup done sooner rather yeah. than later yeah uh, we've had a lot of messages coming in i will get to them and read them out but we've had one that's just come in now and this one's from davy tron uh, he's put massive fa cup game on sunday for Wrexham at home to sheffield united will that I mean, I know the is obviously a professional club like ourselves, but do you think that could be in just in the in the background there before they go into this game? Do you want to pick up a knock? I think nobody wants to miss it, do they? Which no. is an an element which is which is difficult. I mean, we've we've got a big enough squad. I think. I mean, ideally, I think Phil Parkinson's approach will always be try and win the game against Gateshead within an hour, and then take Paul Mullen off, take Aaron Hayden off, and try and get them wrapped in cotton wool. I mean, of yeah. course, it is Sunday. It's a half four kickoff. So mm. it's not as if it's a massive sort of turnaround, like a quick turnaround. Yeah. You still get, you know, Wednesday to recover, maybe mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday pre-match. So I don't think the fixture schedule's um, too disruptive in terms of there being a massive game this weekend. And we have got a really, really good medical um, sort of department now as well. I mean, a lot has been said that we spent a lot of money on players, which is absolutely true. But the vision from Wrexham from the offset was we're just if we buy and improve the infrastructure of the whole club, every department get these marginal gains that other teams don't have. Like the weekend we flew down to Maidstone, which most teams can't do. Yeah. But it meant the players were fresh and it meant that in the 91st minute, we had something in the tank to go and get the winner. And well, it's about that just... My, that was my philosophy about um, miles and the legs when they're on the, on the coach yeah. going to Maidstone. So. <laughs> exactly. And it's about just... Wrexham's belief and philosophy is if you just improve every aspect of the club and all the departments, the consequence will be that the team is better on the pitch and that's how you get promoted. It's not just spending players on the personnel, it's the entire infrastructure. So I think that rest and recovery and conditioning is is at a very high level that most other national teams just can't compete with. Yeah. The thing is, when you're on a run like Wrexham's on, the players just want the games coming thick and fast anyway. Exactly. And again, from their point of view, they've got, I know you mentioned as well, Maggie, not free hits, but you're playing second team in the championship at home. We we literally haven't lo- dropped points at home this season, not even one draw. We've won every single game. Why would they, they, they will literally go into that game thinking, yeah, we can win this because why yeah. wouldn't they? 
and the, the atmosphere is going to be absolutely electric as well, isn't it? It's you know the the, the anticipation of it. Um, but yeah, but is, is there any questions you've got about Gated yourself that you want to know about before? Are, are you coming up yourself? On um... I will not be coming up myself. No, thank God. Um, no offense. I just <laughs> thank God. What do you mean? Uh, let me be honest. That, uh, anyone that has bought their ticket, if you're a Wrexham fan, if you're watching this. Unfortunately, there isn't a roof on the way stand. It hasn't. That's what I mean. It's on. very this time um, of year. I would I would love to be able to do Gateshead on a Saturday, have a proper weekend of it, and enjoy it. But mm-hmm. I just feel Tuesday nights just not conducive it, to it, it being. Will, it will be bitter because it's it, it will be it, bitter. Won't wind, it? wind howls up off the tain. It just gusts through that stadium. It's not going to be enjoyable on that far side. Well, I suppose uh, the question too is how is the injury situation? Have things really improved for you? Do you think yeah. that? That you can get something yourselves. I'll let me go first in- on that one. Injuries have cleared up. Um, as far as I know, we've got a full strength squad to choose from, apart from with a goalkeeper. Uh, the goalkeeper we just got in uh, Philip Marshall on loan from Aston Villa, who was here last season. Uh, do I think we can get something? I think it is. Is even though I've said there's no such thing as a free hit, I think you've got that game on Saturday and uh, Sunday coming up, and you've had the game on Saturday. This one sandwiches in the middle, but you've got a big enough squad to absorb it. But I still think we are, we will give you a bloody hard game. I, I I genuinely think we'll score first. I genuinely think we'll score first. And that's not not just being cocky, arrogant, or just saying it for the. <laughs> I just think I, I, the way we're playing at the minute, we've got the, the way the forward line's playing at the moment, I just I, I feel there's going to be goals in this one for both sides. I really do. I feel, you know, I think my, it's going to be... My fear is you, from, you lot from corners. Yeah, we're very, very good on set pieces. And the other um, string top there is long throws. Uh, I mean, I, we're more deadly from long throws, really, than corners because Ben Tozer is so good at throwing them in that they come yeah. such a difficult angle to... To clear, it is like having an extra sort of five to ten corners a game with his long throw, so we yeah. can get the aerial bombardment. And Aaron Hayden, our centre back, has scored eleven goals this season. So yeah, I was going to ask how many he's got because he's yeah. just one hell of a unit. Yeah, he's one of the best. Like genuinely, I've, I say this almost jokingly on the podcast, but there's only two. The only player I've ever seen better in the air than him is Cristiano Ronaldo. Aaron Hayden just has that hang time, just leap. He he is. He's such a threat, and he's playing far oh, below his level. He comes up against Adam Campbell. You're not losing the air. I've not seen Les Ferdinand before. <laughs> Bit before Les my time, to be fair. Demon in the air. You can just hang in the air. But, um, yeah, so, it, I, I mean, obviously, I was going to say, normally we ask who the danger men are, but we know who, who the usual suspects are uh, for Wrexham. But it... it it's just it's an intriguing thing because obviously when we got promoted and we're like oh well yeah we're going to come against Wrexham now and especially when the documentary had just come was coming out so like the anticipation is building and it, I think most teams in this league bar the Notts County and Chesterfields it, it's it's like an FA Cup tie isn't it really the, because because of what comes around it, of course it is. yeah not for Wrexham no 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 it's a cup final yeah, for- think- Elliot Lee Elliot Lee's yeah. the one that frightens me he always scores possibly. Yeah, yeah he, and he's he's been brilliant lately as well. I think I think it's a good point you make there because last season, I think the reason the biggest reason we didn't get promoted last season is because we couldn't deal with the expectation in the first few months of the season. Our our form at the start of last season was was dire, and particularly at home, it was the reverse last season where away from home you felt we were always going to win, and at home you worried that things weren't quite sort of work out. We were so over reliant on just Mullin, but a few signings tweaked a few things and it's just all come together now and I think like you said there there's now this expectation of Wrexham to win and the players have started to deal with that a, a lot better and yeah you know we'll always make a case that any team can beat us we're not that cocky and we're not that com- sort of complacent but if we want to go up as champions it's going to take a record points haul this season because there's two other really good teams and even the likes of Woking who have been brilliant as well you have to be almost flawless to get promoted this season so from a sort of purely clinical point of view you still would back 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 Rexman to do it but as we've all said i don't think it's going to be plain sailing no yeah the race course hmm. um that is the we've not played chesterfield there yet that's been postponed again till the end of this 
only oh, no, the end of when is it next month yeah on a tuesday night basically um the, oh, the first of march it would be um chesterfield no 28th of february chesterfield is <laughs> i know there's been that many rearranged games lately hasn't but it? if we win on sunday but if we win on sunday that's when the fa cup fifth round is so it'll get knocked back again Notts yeah. county is our penultimate home game i believe um in Oof. late oh. march that could be which yeah could be quite could the be title day. Yeah, That's it. which yeah. we had last season, of course. We played Stockport at home in our last home game, and if mm-hmm. they won, yeah. they would have won the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a strange one. Um, Barry Lee's put. Uh, who does Rich think is Gated's danger men? I mean, it's difficult to say, isn't it? Because I do not watch enough <laughs> games yeah. said to to be able to tell you this. I thought when we played you last, um, I mean, everyone knows. Adam Campbell's talents at, at this level, I suppose, and in non-league anyway. I mean, Gates said to me, they, you always seem to have really neat, tidy centre midfielders. So I, I just always think of you, mainly from the Gary Mills days of just playing, when you used to have John Oster just pulling the strings like he was oh, Frankie De Jong or something. He'll have a beam on the size of the moon now. <laughs> um yeah it, it's um yeah it's we've been blessed that way um we've always had to, yeah and of course you've just loaned out dan jarvis who you got from us didn't you he's gone to yeah. is it hereford he went to or did he go hereford yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately had an injury laden first mm. five months to the season we, 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 the cameos from we scored a, a world-class goal in one game to come on winning game but it's just been the midfield of late since early December have been an absolutely fantastic unit. And it's been a struggle for them to get in, especially once the team started turning the corner and, and picking up points. So I don't know if, if we'll see him next season. Of course, he's loaned out for the year. I don't know if, it's, if he's got a two-year contract, but uh, hopefully it works out. You, you never want to see someone come in and never really get a chance, but uh, hopefully he can get some uh, minutes in his legs and get himself fully fit. That's, that's the main thing. Um, right, if anyone's got any more questions for Rich before we let him go, uh, kept him on nattering for ages. Um, just I've got a couple more messages here. Uh, we've got uh, someone did mention one before when we were talking about getting up the leagues. Uh, just look at Luton a few years ago in National League. Now they're doing well in the championship, of course, they're flirting with the playoffs. Um, up there and they're picking up some good results, and it just shows you that it can be done in and in a short space of time. Uh, but I think there's no problem with uh. The, the growth that's happening because it's it's exponential isn't it it's it's all over the not just on the park and uh, mr luke has put uh no roof yet i thought it was floodlights and roof no just the floodlights have been uh modified so we at least we'll be able to see the pitch properly now uh hopefully and um david knox has put do you think the match will be up tomorrow night uh beyond tomorrow night i think they will come up from york i think it should be i don't I haven't seen any uh problems with that it is still cold but it, it was seven degrees today it's getting milder apparently it's, it's yeah. five degrees not minus four yeah that's gonna be a lot, a lot better um but yeah and um yeah, I'll say if we'll give the minute for because obviously there's a delay for people to send messages through. Have you managed to get uh, any of the the two big men on your podcast yet? Sadly not, but I have just recorded a very special podcast tonight with someone else high up at the club. So I'll tease that for our next podcast. Maybe if there's any Wrexham fans who've found their way here, we have sadly not got Rob and Ryan yet, but we are told that Rob McElhenney listens to the podcast every week, and a few a fair few people have met him in person, and he will gladly show you his phone with the latest episode that, that's been listened to. Yeah. So they follow us on Twitter. That is good enough for now. And not, we are holding out till we get there. On now. We should be recording video segments like we've got Dave and I. Oh, know. yeah, I know. No excuse. No excuse. He's we just don't have the production about. values of you, do we? Yeah. <laughs> we might have the Hollywood cash, but it's not trickled down to the podcast world yet. So well, I'll, I'll, let you into a little, I'll let you into a little secret. It's uh, £10 every three months on Google for the edit app. So there we go. There you go. See, that's how it's all done. Now we just need to raise ten pounds from the podcast Patreon. Let's see if we do that. Yeah. <laughs> God, podcast. Or, or if, if Rob and uh, what the call of Ryan want to put some money towards Davy Seal, I'm sure he would. He wouldn't mind doing some videos for us. Yeah. <laughs> Allegiances. Uh, I, I had hoped with the thumbnail for this that they may have got their attention, that they may have just clicked on join, you know, but no. But Mickey, we, we didn't, I didn't have a shirtless top uh, picture of you, so. Oh, you didn't. Sounds you like didn't you're asking, one. doesn't it? 
Uh, it's just myself of me, me, me out when I was when I was skinnier. I'm not doing it now. But anyway, um, Rich, uh, say thank you for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, hopefully we can uh, speak to you. Well, actually we won't, will we? Because you might be in a different league next year. If you, uh, if you unfortunately it. don't go up, we'll hopefully speak to you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The one solace, yeah. The day we don't get promoted, I'll be thinking at least I'll be back on the Heat Army pod. Yeah, that's, that's all. Right. <laughs> what um, more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, please do message into the um, on our Twitter and let us know what you're thinking of the the stream tomorrow night. It'd be nice to hear, and we're going to put that out as well for other. I'll say it on air for people to message us where they're listening from and watching from within the world. So it should be quite the event and hopefully a good game. But uh, Rich, once again, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for having us. Um, yeah, wish you all the best from Wednesday onwards for the rest of the season. Cheers. Well, thank I you hope very much. when you're sitting in the house, you look a bit you're ashen with shock. Because <laughs> 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 trust me, if we win, I'll be ashen with shock as well. <laughs> And do forgive me if I get a little bit high-pitched because the wheels where Davy Seal is in Antarctica will probably be able to hear us uh, when we score, um, if we score. So, yeah, on that note, uh, Rich, thank you very much and hopefully we'll... we'll All the best, mate. Take care. Thank you very much. Me again. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. There we go, Rich. Lovely lad there. Um, right, we're going to quickly play a message from our sponsors. We've got lots and lots of messages in. Um, we'll get through them, and then also we'll go talk about Philip Marshall and the ladies as well. So, uh, yes, have a little look at this, and we'll be back in a second. Right, yo, there we go. Uh, messages coming in that I didn't get through earlier on. We've got uh, Mr. Luke. Oh, sorry, one second. <coughs> this cough just won't go away. Uh, hello, gents. Good. Uh, the game got called off, um, but cannot wait for Tuesday night against Wrexham. Should be interesting how we play up against Wrexham. Uh, take a draw at the end of the day. I think, yeah, especially with the way things are in and around us. But hey, look, it's 11 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, good, uh, good evening from Charles Wolf. He's took, I've got one of his photos actually from the ladies' game. Um, we've got Liv. Um, good evening. Hope you both uh, are well. We are, and then we've got, uh, there we go. Good evening. Uh, love that. Uh, Phil has returned. Um, so there we go. And uh, we'll just go a little bit further down. We've got Sean Parry. Uh, good evening, all. Uh, got a feeling that this could be Wrexham's yet to go up in the football league. Uh, so long in the national league to have. Uh, and then we'll go further down. Messages are coming in. Uh, sorry, I missed this one asking if they're possibly playing um, from David Tron asking if they're going to be playing um, at Austin he FC. Yeah, that anyway, didn't he? Yeah, they, they are going over there. Um, and uh, Liv Alden's put, we have a quality podcast, don't we? Looking forward to watching the match tomorrow with the best commentary. E Liv, what you like. So I'll blush, I'll blush. Um, I know. <laughs> uh, I've got a pension <laughs> from Paul Thompson from the FA Cup against uh, Radcliffe Borough. There you go. That's a a nice relic to have. Um, right. Let's um just one second. I'll bring up these uh, here. Right. Uh, through the week, we had the return of Philip Marshall, who has returned to the club on loan till the end of the season from Aston Villa. There he is, the big guy there. Um, one thing that I, when I think we, we mentioned before, we have a little WhatsApp group for the podcast, and uh, you know Monty's playing in fine form at the minute, and he's going to have to show something really special to unseat the number one at the moment. Um, and I'm sure that's what they want. They want two two players pushing for that spot. Well, Monty's ill, isn't he? So Monty's is he ill? Is he? Out there tomorrow anyway. So ah, right. I didn't realise that. I hadn't seen that. Um, uh, so Marshall will be back in the sticks, and we know what to expect from him. He's a young man. Let's see, I'll put him back up there on the screen. Look at him, handsome devil. Um, he's yes, been involved, he's been, yeah, he's been involved in the first team at um Aston Villa. Of course, he, he trains day to day with a World Cup winner, um, at Aston Villa when he was down there. He's been on the subs bench a few times in the Premier League. Um, I was always following throughout the season, him and uh. Jacob Chapman, to see their fortunes, what they're doing. And uh, look, this lad is good enough to be involved in around the first team. He wants to come back out on loan to better level than where it was last year. It's with the same club, same surroundings. Hopefully he can come in and just slot in like a Lego piece and uh, just continue where he left off at the club in the summer. Hopefully. Um, it's a 
you know what I take one of them positions as a keeper. Yeah. Uh, you make one mistake and it ends up as a goal. And I'm not saying he's going to make a mistake. I have every faith in in Big Phil, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll tell you something that we, obviously we, we used to good effect. Uh, we still did it with Monty where we put it out to the wing backs, but Marshall's kicking to get it out to the wing backs was precision, uh, wasn't it? Matty Jacob. He, and, yeah, uh, he's a, he is a good, he is good, great at distribution. Yeah. Um, there's no doubt in that. Um, he's gonna he's gonna have a hell of a job on him on his hands tomorrow because these are a big big side all over, Davy. Oh, it's 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 gonna be a, you know a challenge, but hopefully they'll be you know right up for it. And uh, you know, look, he's coming in, he'd be full of confidence. It's the club that he did well at. He knows nearly probably what eighty percent of the squad. You know, and we know that there's a fantastic atmosphere around the dressing room and around the squad. So hopefully he's just it's just like putting on a old pair of shoes and he's, he's straight back in there and put he's a hell of a keeper. I say it's Barry Lee. And he is uh, Barry, I, I, I don't deny it. I don't deny yeah. it. And uh, I seen him when he was at Newcastle and I was thinking, how is he training with the Villa first team? Well, because because they, they rate him. That's why on the back of what he did at Gateshead, he got a two-year contract. They want to see further development in Philip, and uh it's kudos to Gateshead that they've made this a prospect to where Premier League clubs have a player in and around their first team willing to send him out on loan to a club to hopefully continue his progress. Likewise with Camille Conter, who was doing well, you know, and we've seen um, uh, uh, Castro come in as well. So look, these big clubs are looking at Gated and are happy with the way that the club conducts itself on and off the pitch and players come here to develop. And, you know, it doesn't always work out every time. Not every player is the right fit. But sometimes, you know, when it clicks, it works for all parties. And that's what we hope happens here. Um, so there we go. Um, remember, keep their messages coming in. Also, if you have just joined us, uh, we did speak to Rich from the Rob Ryan Red podca- podcast. You can watch that uh, later on or listen to it later uh, on the audio version. Um, right. Mickey, the ladies, the back and the fire and all cylinders. Um, I'm just going to put this graphic up on the screen from the their social media. 7-0 winners. Played well, really well. Um, could have been more, to be fair. Um, but let's not be greedy. Um, Craig got four goals. Jess got two. And Kelly come off the bench and scored a seven. It could have been more than that. Yeah. But what was more pleasing about it was the actual performance. <laughs> um, it wasn't a player who you would have given under seven. If you mm-hmm. were great. Martin Mota 10 was no no one who won the seven at all. Um it was a pitch after <laughs> the goals was scored there. I mean, for all Craig got four goals and Jess got two. They they were, were excellent themselves. Um obviously we've got Lindsay Buck. She was instrumental in the midfield. Um she played really well. And you would think someone gets four goals, you've got to give great man of the match. But there's a young lass there called Sarah. She just started getting the team and she had her best game by a mile yesterday. She was that's great to hear, isn't it? She just won the ball. Last week was you know, especially after the you know, the when they got back and had the had the you know the the disappointing defeats, uh, as any defeat would be. But you know, to come back firing all cylinders and as you see new players coming in, it's looking very, very positive. Uh, we've it got is. a message. Sorry, sorry, I just quickly read this up. We've got a message from uh, Luke Walsh, who d- does the uh, Vanarama uh, National League podcast course. Halifax fan, lovely lad. And uh, if All you right. haven't seen his podcast, go and have a look. He's a young man with a bright future in media. Um, he's doing everything the right way. So uh, have a little follow there. And he's put from Yorkshire. We already knew. We already the accent gave it away. Um, <laughs> uh, just a quick message on Marshall here. Uh, his distribution was excellent. Can't fault that. Yeah, it certainly was. And uh, well, Mickey, as I say, that you sent us a message here, a, a picture here today, and I tell you what, I think Mickey has got a role in uh, ladies football coming up. Yeah, there he is. Look at that. It's it's the new Tony Lee. The new Tony Lee. <laughs> uh, lovely that you got that you were able to get in the team photo that you were invited down. It's uh, a yeah, nice was, time. Was, was, and, and, uh, it was it was a it was a fantastic gesture and one I'm really, really grateful for. 
said that yeah. come down because both Trina and I go to most of the games. Um, so it was, it was very nice to be invited down. And that was just an unofficial one. That was just one for, for me. Yeah. So it, it was good. And uh, I'm really, really pleased with it. And we had a good, went down to Schooner yesterday after the game for a couple of hours. Had a bit chat with all the lasses. And the, the lasses are excited. Really excited. There's another player coming in. We're waiting for international clearance for her, who's by all accounts is a really good player. Uh, and the, the lasses are going from strength to strength. Uh, hopefully, I mean, nothing's been said about it. Them lasses deserve a game in the in the stadium. And I'd love to see great, that. Great occasion, wouldn't it? If they can get yeah, it done. Um, I'd love to see everyone come. A few more people come down watch the lasses on a Sunday. Uh, they deserve it. Um, you they might get beat once in a while, but it's not mm-hmm. the effort. The lack well, of effort. The lack has run themselves that's, through the that's floor. Just, that's just any football, that isn't it? You never always, um, you know, guaranteed to win. Um, we've got uh, another message from Barry Lees, but getting Premier League players is, like you said, it's, it's, it sounds good, and we've got uh, going in the right direction. Mason's what I'm surprised we didn't get Chapman back. Well, Chapman's actually on a season-long loan at uh, Salford City. Yeah, so um, I don't think that would have been a, a goal anyway. David Tron, I think it's massive for clubs like us to have good relationships with AFL uh, for good loan players. Yeah, it's always great, you know. It, 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 and that shows the respect that the, the lads involved at the club um, on the coaching staff have got in the football community because uh, they're doing things the right way. All the at-home... Oh, sorry, sorry are, are the ladies at home this Sunday? No, they're away to Hartlepool this Sunday. Oh, you went very quiet there, Mickey. I don't know if you can lift your mic up. Yeah. Don't know if your uh, battery's down yet. Are they? Oh, no, you've went very quiet. Yeah. No, I don't know if Mickey's going to have to do an emergency battery change on his mic or not. Um, no, you're, getting, you're disappearing. Yeah, it's dying, sadly. Um, but uh, I'll just uh, quickly go through. I'm sure if he, if he gets right into the mic, he'll be able to hopefully get louder. Just, just, uh, hopefully... It... Okay, well, he's going to get a battery. I'll just remove him off the screen there. So I've got to do something for five minutes. Um, what I will do is um, I do a podcast with my um, friend Gavin Webster, and it's called Hotbed. It is um, all about the history of Northeast uh, football right from the beginning, the inception of the Football League, following all the clubs through as they form and as they go on their journeys through. Uh, today, we recorded a podcast that should be up, I think, either this week or next week. It was on the 1909-010 season. And actually, we did the 08, 09 before that as well. So, uh, yeah, so if you fancy learning about all different things and, and goal scorers and legends from yesterday yeah, that maybe you haven't even heard about, give Hotbed a listen. It's on the Felt uh, Out Network. So if you search for either, you'll find it on social media with links to listen to that. And also, while I'm on, uh, please do like and subscribe. It really does help us. That's what we want to do. Get everyone involved. Uh, we had good listener figures. We had a bump when we had Rich on from the... Um, from the Wrexham podcast, and uh, a lot of them have probably disappeared there, but we've still got good numbers, still live. And uh, just also an apology, uh, I had planned to do the show last night. We had the guests lined up. Thankfully, you could do today. Uh, but I forgot I had tickets to go and see a comedian on Sunday, and I had lined up this podcast stupidly. I know. Um, so, yeah, it was a bit of a pain. Um, David Tron has put, uh, how do you think the National League streaming service will affect away followings? Well, I was worried about that against York, but it didn't seem to affect it, did it? And that was our first home game with it. So whether or not it has a, a lasting effect, but you'd hope there'll be a fair few coming from Wrexham. This is a, it could be a monumental season for them. And you would hope that there's going to be a good following coming up um, and hopefully a good viewing figures from around the world as well. Uh, so it's going to be exciting to do that. But if you can't make it on uh, to the game, of course, that service is there available. Remember to register as a Gated fan when you uh, register on that. So money um, goes to Gated. And uh, yeah, and uh, during the show, wherever you're on the world, uh, during the stream, send us a message and we'll read it out at heed underscore army on Twitter and we'll get that all out there for you. 
Um, right. Uh, just a have a little look. We've got anything else? We have got an interview with uh, Mike Williamson. This is what he had to say in the build-up to the game against Wrexham tomorrow. Mike, obviously, first of all, Saturday just gone. Obviously, a, a postponement there. Um, obviously, not ideal for you. You want to get games in and keep momentum going at the minute. But I suppose on the positive side, with it coming quite early, you've had a, a chance to you know turn attention to Tuesday over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, disappointed. We wanted to get the game on. Um, but yeah, like I say, straight away, our attention turns to, uh, to Wrexham. Obviously, we know... Um, how difficult it's going to be um, and yeah uh, we've had a couple of good days prep and tr- training so looking forward to it. And how are you looking ahead to tomorrow night's game obviously Wrexham are one of the, the few teams in, in action at the weekend so a bit more for you to review on them specifically. Yeah yeah we, we got to, to watch it back um, yeah they're just a, a winning machine aren't they so they've got got good players um, experienced manager we know all about them um, and we know it's going to be difficult but say over the, the, the last week we've just been focusing on ourselves and how we want to play yeah and in terms of obviously them coming here I suppose with you's being on a good bit of momentum I'm assuming it's a, a challenge that you'll be relishing in you know taking on a, a team that's flying high top of the league and as you say have been winning in, in all kinds of ways and, and finding ways to get over the line this season yeah, yeah, of course. Like I say, we always want to test ourselves against the best and the biggest clubs that we can. Um, and this is certainly um, going to be one of them. You know, they're, they're a massive club um, and uh, they've, they've got league players. I think the whole squad, you know, are league players. So it'll be a great test for us. We're looking forward to it and um, just got to focus on how we play. And a new, well, new familiar arrival, I suppose, back end of last week. Obviously, Philip Marshall coming back for the rest of the season on loan from Villa. I imagine a positive having someone coming in who kind of knows you're already and knows how you're going to want to play and can fit in quite easily. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, obviously, you know, he, he was fantastic last season for us. Great lad, fits in with the group. Um, and yeah, when the opportunity came up, it was a no-brainer, really. Obviously, Monty, he's been brilliant. Um, obviously, coincidentally, he's not been well, so he hasn't been training in the last few days um, and he won't be available for tomorrow. But yeah, like I say, you know, Phil, Phil did fantastic for us and he's been with their first team. So he's only been improving. Yeah, and I suppose for him coming into a... A high division now stepping up, obviously, having played in the, the National League North last season, something that comes along with that. Obviously, bigger fan bases, bigger crowds, atmospheres. It's never seemed like something that's kind of phased in playing in front of big crowds or anything like that, like that last season. So I'm, I'm guessing that's another reason to, to bring him in and, and fit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I say, he's... Uh... We know how good uh, he is with his feet, his distribution, obviously his goalkeeping is top notch, but um, I think his strength is his, uh, his personality, his mindset, um, regardless of what happens in games, um, he just gets on with it, he's got that emotional reset and uh, yeah, like I say, it was, it was fantastic to get him back. Yeah, and you mentioned obviously Monty unavailable with illness tomorrow, but how's the, the squad as a, as a whole looking going into tomorrow's game? Yeah, good. Um, healthy, obviously. You know, got uh, a few lads that have gone out on loan um, at the minute. Yeah, it's like I say, it's really, really competitive. Exactly what we want, and uh, it's pushing everyone to to improve and be better. Yeah, and you mentioned obviously those those couple of lads going out on loan. Dan Jarvis to, to Hereford played on on Saturday for them. Obviously, Larac going to Boston. Their game got postponed, I believe. But obviously, always a, a difficult one when you've got a, a big squad and lads are having to miss out. But what went into to letting them to go out on loan? Um, this is the hardest part of uh, you know football. I think is when you're a player and, and you're not getting the minutes that you you want. Um, it is difficult. It's hard, and I just think you know two two great lads. Um, and like I say, it was it's for both of them. They just want to want to play football, and for me as well. I think to get to the levels that we know they can achieve, um, it just made sense. And um, yeah, like I say, two two good clubs they've gone to. So like we say, them going there getting minutes um, will only benefit them uh, and ourselves. Well, there you go. Mike Williamson speaking about what's happened there. Mickey, can we hear you? Hello. Yeah, it's far better. There we are. He's back. He's back. He hasn't missed anything. I'm sorry, I'm going to cough again. <coughs> Pardon me. I just caught the shot, mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a shot. I need a battery now. <laughs> oh, well, that was me thinking you're reading uh, TV remotes and everything. Uh, oh, I had to go in the shop. <laughs> yeah. 
obviously two two players have went out on loan to Boston and Hereford respectively, Lyra Cassani and uh Dan Jarvis. We mentioned it in passing that the midfield has been very, very strong um in recent uh in the last six weeks. Um very hard for them to get into the team and of course young lads they'll want to be playing. Yeah, Jarvis I can fully understand. Uh that Wrexham last year's come here. Obviously, injury played at the first part of the season for him. Uh, the lads have got in. And who are you going to drop? Are you going to drop Dan Ward for Jarvis? Are you going to Are you going to drop Conte for? Are you going to drop Bailey? So the lads found it hard to get in. He's never had a real run of games. To he's coming off the bench. And it's a case of you're hoping someone either gets well, you don't ever hope anyone gets injured or suspended, but you know, the chances had to be taken when they did come on or did get an opportunity, and you know, for whatever yeah. reason, you know, they weren't able to nail down that starting position. Um, but this is football, uh, unfortunately, it's a sad yeah. side, you know, lovely lads can't always be guaranteed a, a starting spot, you know, that's the, that's the way it is. But uh, we wish them all the best. Who knows? It might not be the end of a mitigated shirt. I uh, hope we hope not, because uh, Larry is definitely a player that's been. Larry's a good, quite a tidy player. Um, yeah. I think he needs games and he needs to bulk up a bit. Yeah, um, he reminds me a little bit of Danny Greenfield. Um, you can see yeah. he needs games to get in there, and uh, you know we've seen what loans did for Greenfield when he came back into the club. Um, so yeah, it, it's you know let, let's hope it works. We, we talk about us bringing in loan players; it can work for us as well. Sending players out on loan, and that's I mean, Jobs, you're not going to meet a nicer lad than Jobs. He's a really nice. Yeah, lad. I, I suppose he owes me fifteen quid for two hats, though. Uh, well, that's, oh, he, that's why he's went to Hereford. <laughs> Hereford costs us more than uh, charging the car, but I'll get that fifteen quid. Uh, right, um, we've got uh, is one second. Uh, is Elliot on loan or has he signed? I can't remember. It's a loan till the end of the season from Boreham Wood. Yeah. Um, so there we go. And hopefully, let's see, I, I can't wait to see him and Aaron Martin playing up front together. Myself, I think uh, both two big, strong lads. I think that's going to be a prospect. And who knows, might even happen tomorrow. I don't know. I, I'm just, that's, you know, I'm just I mean, <laughs> what's your front three? I know. It, it, a lot to check. you got Cadham. Adam, Adam, Adam Campbell. <laughs> you've got Adam Campbell. You've got Danny Elliott, Castro. You know, Aaron Martin. <laughs> it's a lovely problem to have. Um, actually, sorry, we, we we got a message here. Um, it it wasn't sent actually on the stream. Someone commented on a post. David Edwards, but Rich made an interesting point about the sales of Wrexham's football shirts. Does anyone have any idea of the number of shirts we have sold? Uh, I see a lot of grey ones uh, about. I, I'm seeing a lot of them about as well on people that I know. You, go, oh, you don't know every Gated fan, but you, you know, over the years, you get to know a lot of faces, and it's nice to see fresh, you know, faces wearing Gated shirts out and about. And uh, you know, it's it, yeah, that's it, the it, one thing I can honestly say. In the last couple of years, every time I go out now and again. If people see me with a, the uh, any gates and gear on, they'll shout to army. Yeah. And I've been to the Metro Centre, I've been to the town, I've been different places, and I've seen gated people who have never seen at games before, young kids. Yeah. Out with their moms and dads with gated shirts on, and that's very pleasing to see in the area. It really is. It just shows you all the hard work that's been done over the years. It's starting to pay. Yeah. Uh, be off, Mister Looks, but I would say Aaron Martin is back up. If we dig ourselves in a hole, no, it's such a me. It's such a quandary of who you pick out of uh, out of that, and there's different. But then again, it's nice to have that different. Um, you know, different permutations. I mean, when we signed Castro, I thought that was a great signing because it's something we didn't have. Castro is one of these who would change a game, come on and do something different in a game. Well, Barry Lee's, but I've seen fifteen in Macclesfield at least. <laughs> There's <laughs> a big Macclesfield following, um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's look. Let's not beat about the bush. Ian and the uh, sorry, Mike and Ian and the team, they do the homework on teams, and they'll know what type of way they can combat anybody else, uh, and to have that all those different, you know, you know, guns in your arsenal, as it were, is a good thing for us to have, you know. And uh, they're playing well. 
um, Liv Walden's, but we had people in uh, shouting heed army at us in uh, Scotland, which was fab. That's all right, then, isn't it? Really? Doing, yeah, getting it, getting it. Wait, you weren't in Motherwell by any chance, were you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but uh, as I say, we're coming towards the end of the show, so glad we've got Mickey back there. I mean, he. he Glad he didn't hear us calling him all the names under the sun when he went to the shop to get a battery. But uh, I say it's, it's been a, it's I'll been an enjoyable, it's a, it's been an enjoyable show, isn't it? It's a nice bit of positive. It I mean, I'm not being funny. You went, we're in the relegation zone. It's not great, of course, but we're going up against the, the team challenging for the title, and you're going to it with a bit of optimism. It, it's it's nice. Uh, look, mates, don't give me game. <coughs> well, yeah, I can I can handle getting beat as long as we give them a game. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to, and, and these are not the type of lads that are. I'm not going to give her a hundred percent. They always do, win, lose, or draw. Yeah, it's uh, going to be absolutely fantastic. Um, well, on that note, we've got uh, a couple of things there. I what's this? I had a guy shouting "Heed Army" in Tenerife when I was wearing my gated shirt. Well, there you go. And uh, Mike and Buster doing an amazing job in management at Gated for a good ten years. So hopefully, be nice, wouldn't it? Get them tied down, big contract. I tell you what, the, the, considering what they're coming to and what they've done, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. It's what them two club, isn't it? Uh, on and off the pitch, it's, uh, there's a lot of a lot of pa- uh, backs that need pattern on what's happened recently. Right, Arthur Brown's beat us to it. Your two predictions, everybody, get listening. Also, as well, I know how many listeners we've got. If we can get ten likes on. Uh, youtube go on just hit the like button it really does help us we want to try and push the podcast on so hit the like button or even the dislike button we don't we don't care as long as there's interaction uh send it in but send in your um what to call it as well your predictions and arthur brown he's going for a 2-2 draw from cold west cumbria um yeah Vicky, what's your prediction uh oof. i'm going to see a spawny two on windows yeah, that's that's where I'll, I'm not going to say Spawny. I think it'll be it'll be a hard fought one. I think we'll be hanging on if if we can get yeah, in well front. That's Spawny to me. Remember, I've still got one thing to mention before we get off here. Oh yes, we have a very important thing to mention. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, you can do it now, and then we can put the uh, the um, the predictions up for everybody. So keep sending them right. in, and also hit the like button on the YouTube, the little thumbs up on the YouTube uh, page. On Saturday at the Aladdin Club, they're holding the race night. It's three quid a ticket. Uh, if any Gated fans or anybody who's listening to this can get to there, it's for a Teenage Cancer Trust. All money raised going into the Teenage Cancer Trust. And it's something that's very close to my heart without going into details. Um, and I'd love to see a few Gated fans there. Uh, I will definitely be there. Yeah, uh, I've been selling horses for me, for me dad at the at the ladies' game. I was hoping to get the 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 form to the match tomorrow, but it had to be in. Yeah, unless I would have coloured a few more. Um, but if you can, it starts at eight o'clock on Saturday. If you're doing nothing on Saturday night, Saturday night, please come down to Aladdin's Social Club and support the event. Let's yeah. raise some money. I have. I forgot. I meant to do an email for the club to do it for a raffle prize. And I've totally forgot. So I'll have sure, to do that. Sure. Hopefully, no Dave Allen. You know, Dave Allen's got a bag of tricks, or he, yeah, knows, he knows everybody. So, uh, hope we get along with that. It'd be absolutely fantastic. Of course, easy to get yeah. to if you go from Gated Interchange. The number twenty-one bus puts you off right outside. Just a little walk down the path. Um, right. All the um, predictions have come in. So there we go. We've got. Uh, David Tron has went three two. Uh, Gated Elliot Hattrick. Oh, he's oh, it's been on the uh, it's been on the show, but dib dabs this lad. Um, we've got Chicken Dave, one, Dave one. was positive. <laughs> uh, Liv Wallensbrook two win win, two one win. Come on, Barry Lee two two. We've got a three. Oh, we've got a thriller here. Three three. Uh, says Sean Parry. Darren, uh, will he be at the match or is he watching from the Irish Sea? You'll have to let us know. If he is, I'll give him a shout out on the on the commentary when there's a break in play. And uh, where is it? It's in uh, Aladdin near the Angel of the North. Uh, yeah. It's just on the, the, road, the through road through to Bertley and uh, the old road, Durham Road, as it were. So there you go. Have a little uh, 
if you can get along with that, it will be absolutely fantastic. And who knows, you might even win some monies. Um, right, Mickey, uh, as I said before, fantastic show. Thank you, everyone, that's messaged in. A uh, big thank you to Rich from the uh, Wrexham podcast as well. Lovely to speak to him. Uh, they're kind of living a fairy tale down there, aren't they? And it's hard not to talk about them sometimes, but uh, hey, it's it's one of them. Tell you what, if it, yeah, we can see oh, the day and this, the day and that. If it was your club, you'd be jumping through hoops. Oh, yeah, it, it's fairy tale stuff, isn't it? And uh, it seems to be done the right way. Hopefully, it all ends in a good way as well. Um, right. And uh, the last message he goes, I think we uh, got to take the positive energy from our last couple of games. We certainly have. And on that yeah. note, we're going to say goodbye. Remember, Aladine Club on Saturday. If you can get there, £3 on the door and you'll have a great time. Uh, Mickey, uh, I'll see you soon. Bye. See you again, mate.